All right, got my coffee. Let's turn cell phones off. One, two. And I think the world can survive without me for a few minutes as I do this. Uh, all right, here we go. Another episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of So Here's the Deal podcast. This is Brandon and I'm so glad you're here listening. Um, I, I This episode is going to be a little bit fun for me. So I'm going to be a little bit off the cuff in this one and not so scripted. Uh, because last night I uh, had the pleasure of catching up with an old high school buddy of mine uh, by the name of Ted. And uh, I got to meet up with his wife, Kelly and him with my wife. And the funny thing is that I realized as we were sitting down to dinner um, was that we are all in our late 40s, yet we're newlyweds. And I thought that was really cool that we had that shared experience. So I wanted to do an episode today where I talk about a little bit more about the ideology behind this particular podcast and the fact that things like last night, the story of us going out and having dinner together and then we went to this really cool speakeasy and had to use a password to get in, which was awesome. Um, and the password, just for those who want to know, because they change the password every time. So uh, last night's password was giggle water. And I think that that was so appropriate on so many levels. But we had such a good time last night. So Ted and Kelly, thank you for coming out with us. Uh, Gina and I had a ball. But it made me think about this podcast and want to record this episode because Life is a collection of stories and things that we do. And it's oftentimes not just the challenges that we face, which is what I'm primarily going to talk about, but it's also the good stories that we have, like what we had last night. You know, life is a culmination of the things we do and the stories we live out every single day. Now, more often than not, we're faced with what we've view as challenges in life. And we have problems that we have to deal with in one way or another. But in continuing with that idea of life stories, I thought, what if we viewed those challenges in life as a life story that are part of an overall greater journey? Hence the name of this episode, The Journey. So life is essentially a narrative of events that shape our lives, right? And it's those things that are good, like last night, and it's those things that are bad, like when we face a challenging moment in our careers or in our personal lives with, um, say, potentially a divorce or a breakup or a death in the family. These are things that are all part of the overall narrative that make up our lives. And I've always been a fan of wordplay and playing on words. That's why I'm a big fan of Jason Mraz, Mr. Wordplay himself. And I always liked the idea and was fascinated. And I haven't I haven't been able to capture this idea well yet in the written word. So perhaps I can capture it and explain it here in the spoken word a little bit better. But 
I've always liked the concept of a two-story house idea. Now, I'm not just talking about a style of house that can be constructed, but it's more of a philosophical thought process as to two people living their stories out together under one roof. That's where the two-story quote unquote house comes from. It's not necessarily that there's a second floor. It's that there are two lives being lived out underneath one roof that represent two separate stories. If you were to ask one of the individuals who lived in that house to tell a story about any given night that occurred at that house, it probably would be different either slightly or greatly from their spouse especially since it's two separate individuals and your, their perception is different. So you're essentially creating that two story house. And so your life is essentially that story that you're living out. As I said earlier, how many of you remember uh, out there listening? And again, I'm going to be dating myself because I am a Gen Xer, but here we go. Those of you who grew up in the eighties, like me, how many of you remember those scholastic book fairs? And we would get those, you know, newspaper print flyers with all the books that they were going to have on Friday. And you could go through and pick out which ones you wanted. And then you get a check from your mom and then you go and take it to the school. And then on Friday, you would get your books all rubber band together with your sheet on the front of it. And it was so exciting because you got to take them home for the weekend and start reading those books. And I was a huge fan of the choose your own adventure books. I loved those. Those were hands down the best books that I would get. And I like the thought of our lives literally being a choose your own adventure book. You get to choose what direction your life will go at any given point in time. I mean, God gave us free will after all, right? So we get to choose what it is we do and the direction we want to take our life. And so if you shift your perspective or try to, uh, try to embrace the journey. Try to embrace the concept of this isn't necessarily a challenge you're facing in your life or a difficult thing that you just have to endure. It's an opportunity to choose what direction you want your life to go, just like you did as a kid in those choose your own adventure books. So take, for example, getting fired. It's challenging. It's never a fun experience, yet Anybody who's been in the workforce for an extended period of time, such as myself, we've all gone through it. But it provides an opportunity in disguise if you choose to view it that way. Because, yeah, it sucks to lose your job and you worry about money and paying the bills and how are you going to cover the mortgage and how are you going to put food on the table? I get it. There's all sorts of stressors that come with that challenging event taking place in your life. But it also leads you to an opportunity to perhaps find a better and more fulfilling job. I know I had this conversation many times with my cousin, Mark, um, when we would discuss transitioning at the time, he was a recruiter for a DOD uh, company or a company that focused primarily on executives and DOD centric uh, positions. I know I had gone through where I had lost a job and I went to him for advice and he 
very much drove this point home for me. This is an opportunity. And he drove that point home by saying, okay, yeah, this is what you used to do. Great. This is what you were working at. Great. If you could choose to do anything in the world, what would it be? And he challenged me to think about that for a week and then come back to him. And that was some of the best advice ever. So when you're faced with certain situations, view it as a challenge and an opportunity to improve the quality of your life moving forward. So then comes the part of what I'm doing now is sharing that story. It doesn't really do any good to go through these experiences and then just bottle up. We are social creatures by nature. And one of the core things we like to do as human beings is connect with others. There is no better way to connect with others than by sharing our stories. So sharing our challenges or our quote unquote stories allow us to connect with people on a personal level. And so when we share our stories, we can get different perspectives and opinions on what we did or, as the case may be, what we didn't do that could help us in the future. We don't have to just look at the events of our lives as a black and white. This happened. Nothing I could do about it. There's always something you can do about it. The, the answer may not be obvious, right in the moment when you're going through that challenge. But the opportunities are there if you take the time to shift your perspective and look at it. And it's not about just sharing your stories like what I'm doing here on this podcast. It's also about listening to other people and their life stories. And that's where some of the deeper connection can really come into play because you gain empathy for that person But you also gain a deeper understanding of that person and really who they are at their core. Anytime you're challenged in life, you really truly see what that person is made of at that given time, because how they react to it and react to that situation and how they address and deal with it indicates a lot about a person's character, right? I mean, we've all said that, right? It's you for everyone out there, I'm sure has heard the expression of life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. It's those situations that really define your character and people see through your actions who you are. You can shout from the rooftops all day long that you're a moral person and a God-fearing person or you are whatever you may choose to claim. But until you are challenged in such a way that you actually have to live by those principles you're touting, nobody really knows if you're that or not. Nobody knows if you truly are that person until you're challenged. There was a song by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones uh, back in the 90s. And one of the lyrics was, I'm not a coward. I've just never been tested. I'd like to think that if I was, I'd pass. And that just encapsulates that thought right there. It's that you may say all day long, I'm not a coward, but until you're challenged and put in a position where you have to show courage and be courageous, you never know how you're going to react until you're faced with that. And one of the things we can do as we go through this journey 
of our lives um, is to practice gratitude. I'm kind of gleaning again from Jason Mraz, but he has always expressed a sense of gratitude for anything and everything that has come along in his life from the good or the bad. And having that level of gratitude, regardless of whether your challenge is a positive or a negative, it allows you to shift your perspective and view challenges in a more positive light as opposed to negative. If you are grateful for the opportunity that you had that perhaps you lost, like again, through losing a job, or you are glad for the relationship you had with a friend that now you've ultimately lost. If you're grateful and show gratitude for having that experience, even though you may no longer have it in the future, you can view it in a more positive light as opposed to the negative, which is no longer having that. And you can appreciate on a different level those things that are still in your life today. So instead of focusing on what you don't have anymore during a challenging time, you can essentially focus on what you do have and show gratitude for that, whether that's your friends, your family, uh, your work, or the opportunity to find a new career uh, if you've lost your job, like the example I've said here. Um, and, and be grateful for the simple things in life as well. Right. I mean, so often we just think of the simple things and we take those for granted, but be grateful for the fact that you've got food on your plate and clothes on your back and a roof over your head. Because I promise you somewhere in the world, someone's going hungry somewhere in the world. Somebody's clothes aren't what they want them to be. They're dirty. They're torn. They're old. They're out of fashion. And Unfortunately, even in America today, there are many people without a roof over their head. So taking the time to be grateful for just those simple things that so many of us haven't taken for granted can really change your perspective as to the situation you're facing and what really matters and what's really important. So what I'm doing with this podcast in future episodes and even in this one is I'm sharing my life stories and experiences. And ultimately, I want to bring people on and have them talk and discuss about their life story and their challenges that they faced and the journey that they are on. What I would suggest to anybody out there listening to this episode now is to write your story. You can do that through recording yourself talking, you know, just set up the recorder on your phone and record something and keep it or a more practical way. And the way that I actually practice myself and I would highly, highly recommend to anybody else is journaling. You write your stories down so you can better understand them and process them in the future. That's what journaling at its core does. And it doesn't have to be some huge production. It could be as simple as a notebook that you purchase at Target and a pack of pens for $2. And you sit down and you write in your 50 page notebook, or you can go to Barnes and Noble and they have some really beautiful journals that you can purchase, um, the leather bound ones with the antiqued paper or parchment paper inside of them with the rough edges. Those are the ones that I really like, the leather bound ones. In fact, my journal to, that I'm using now is one that I actually purchased off of Amazon 
Um, I'll link it in the description so you can see it um, if it's still there because I bought it a while ago. But it's a Tree of Life leather bound journal with a leather tie that you can tie it and close it up. It's beautiful. Um, and I love it. I actually use that as my journal and, um, I, use, I bought a special fountain pen and, uh, two bottles of special ink for it, a green one and like a golden, like a brownish tea color, uh, that kind of gives it that older antique feeling. And I just love that. But the journaling allows you to capture the events and stories of your life as they're happening. Journaling does three things for you that you can gain benefit from. One, it helps you to understand better the challenges you're facing and the life events of your journey and process them better in the future. So you can go back at a later time and read your entries, which is very important in journaling. It's not just the act of writing down your stories. Journaling is much more effective if you set time aside to go back and read some of your previous entries so you can understand and process what happened to you at a later time when you're not so close to it and you're not feeling the pressure and the strain of those stories. Now it also in doing that, it helps you. The second point that it does is it it gives you the ability to track your progress as you move forward and away from a challenge in your life. So you're able to see if you're consistent with your journaling When an incident happens, how you were feeling, what you were scared of, what you hoped came out of this as time moved forward. And then your next entries, you'll see how you're dealing with that that particular challenge. And you're able to see your choices literally play out in front of you and how you progress forward. It's very, very beneficial uh, if you want to understand yourself better. And then the last thing that journaling does for you is that after a very long time, let's say maybe several months after an incident or a year, even depending on what the incident is or the challenge was after that time, whatever that time frame may be, you gain perspective of what I call the bigger picture of our lives and the trajectory that you're on. And that can be very enlightening in order to one, see the path that you were on at one point in time and where you are today And then use that information to help keep driving you in the direction you want to go in the future. Because at the end of the day, we're all wanting to be better than what we are today, right? That's the whole point and goal of this as to why we study and we learn and we continually challenge ourselves to learn new things, right? We don't want to stay static where we are. So it's that forward progression And seeing where we were and how far we've come is exactly what journaling can capture in such a beautiful and brilliant way. And and I highly recommend that you actually write it in your own handwriting because that is so much more impactful and it seems to just carry so much more weight. 
So I highly recommend you go out and get yourself a journal. And like I said, I'll link the one that I have just because I think it's cool. It's not an affiliate link. It's just a link so you can see the type that I use because I really think it's cool. So here's the deal. By viewing life's challenges as a part of our quote unquote life story, we can shift our perspective from the negative to the positive outcomes we can gain from them. Embracing the journey that we've been discussing, finding the silver lining, connecting with others, practicing gratitude, and writing our story are always we can use this concept to view life's challenges more positively. By doing so, we gain new insights. We grow as individuals, which as I said, is exactly the point of all this. And ultimately, we can live a more fulfilling life. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I sincerely appreciate you being here. If you liked today's episode, I would humbly and kindly ask that you please give me a like on this episode and leave me a comment as to what in particular you liked about this or tell me a little bit of your life story. Tell me about a challenging thing that you faced or a challenging event in your life that you faced and how journaling may have helped you or what you did to get beyond that so we can all learn from your story as well. As always, thank you so much for being here and I will see you in the next episode.